It's Richie. I want to hear about you and your workplace heroes. Maybe you were that person. We are classing Raheem Sterling as an England football team workplace hero today. If a football team can be, uh, can be a workplace. Uh, Catherine says, I had to catch a spider today on the first floor of our shop. The two girls working up there were scared. They asked the only bloke who works with us. He was scared too. So they phoned downstairs to ask me what I was like with spiders. I am classing myself as a workplace hero. You definitely are, Catherine. Kev says, I was a workplace hero when I walked out and never went back. All right, Kev, not quite the vibe that we're after, but Catherine, definitely. Damien says, does being on the payroll on a monthly basis count as being a hero? If so, I'm a hero. My ego needs stroking today. Damien, at least you're honest. You can be a hero if you want. Claire, this is more like it. Me and all the rest of the bar staff having to work through all these England matches always seem to land on my shift. I'm sure it's appreciated, Claire. Uh, Mike, tell us when you were a workplace hero. I won the first ever. It was a department store and I won it first ever. Salesman of the year. It was um, the director handing them out at a, at a big ceremony. Um, he was describing like each candidate at a time and I'm sitting there and the, describing a candidate and the lad next to me saying, this is you, this, this is you. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not me, mate. And then he said, me, I won a cash prize and a voucher and I was made up and I was salesman of the year. But then the next day, I worked um, in, in like a, in a garden uh, garden area in a department shop and he used to stack and stuff a lot. And uh, whilst I uh, moved some pallets into place, I accidentally pulled one of the uh, pallets through a window. No! <laughs> so My- I, was, uh, <laughs> I was quickly stripped. Mike, 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 I was going to say, they didn't strip you of your title, surely. He didn't strip me, but I wasn't salesman of the year anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Great story, Mike. Thanks for sharing. That's brilliant. Thanks, Mitch. Great show, mate. Uh, Fred says I was called a hero by my director uh, when I noticed that a customer of a mainframe computer site had installed 17, 17 miles worth of data cabling incorrectly. No matter whether that's computer cabling or, like, actual roads or whatever, 70 miles, that's a long distance for something to be wrong, Fred. You're a hero. Uh, John in Grimsby, I became a workplace hero when I got the drinks in the coffee machine changed to premium brands. Yorkshire tea, Nescafe, Cadbury hot chocolate. And do you know what? There was no increase in costs, says John in Grimsby. Well done, John. Another hero. This next one, nameless. When I was young, I chased, as I found out later, armed robbers with a five iron as I worked in a golf centre. They put me on the front page of the Surrey Mirror. Hero chases armed robbers with golf club. If you are a workplace hero, we want to salute you like we are Raheem Sterling. He's the England workplace hero. Mike, you were one? Yeah, it's true. In 1987, I worked for B&Q. Uh, I was a bit of a goth, so I'd, well, my hair was all over the place. Anyway, I, um, I got a Personality of the Month plaque for, have, for receiving three customer letters and a £10 bonus. So Fantastic. Everyone give me, me a clap. And then the manager came over, pulled me to one side, grabbed my arm and growled at me saying, don't do it again. Your friends send those letters. I don't want to happen in again. And that was in the end of that. I got the plaque in one hand and the next hand it was taken away from me <laughs> you so got anyway. you got the clap from all your workmates and it's, it's better getting the respect from them than it is your boss Mike that's what I'd say but 
no, it's genuine three letters as well. I worked so hard, but there you go. Mike, it's all these years on now you can be truthful. Were they your mates? Not really. No, they weren't my mates. But actually, <laughs> and the truth is, I actually have still got the plaque, and I actually posted it on Facebook not so long ago. So quite funny you mentioned it today. Mike, if it was my house, that's the kind of thing I would have up in the toilet and be proud of. That Sterling, forget it. 1987, B&Q, Personality of the Month, that's the top. You tell him, Mike. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, when did you become that workplace hero? Dervla, what is it you do? Oh, just um, every Friday we uh, always well, we play the Starbucks order, so I go up and lift the coffees for the whole office. How many are you doing for a whole office? Uh, well, it's only about 10 people, but... Um, there's still more than enough to carry two hands. I, guess. I would, I would. That's five a hand, Dervla. That's that's <laughs> that's um, that's that's good going in my book. I'd spill just two. <laughs> I I reckon come the end of the week, uh, for a lot of people, you getting them through Friday's workday, you're a hero in their eyes. Well, I'd, I'd like to think so, but it's it's nothing on what um, half the rest of the, the country have done for us all. I guess. Hey, look, the bloke five minutes ago smashed the window. He was a hero, <laughs> apparently. So I think you're doing better. <laughs> yeah. Are you on a mission right now? Maybe somebody in your life is on a mission right now. A mate, a housemate, a partner. I want to hear about them this evening uh, after I read today about this lady called Lou. Got to tell you about her. She's from Norfolk. She's trying to take pictures of every headstone in every graveyard in the county. You heard that right. A photo of every headstone in every graveyard in Norfolk. You might be asking why. Uh, She says people are really into finding out about family histories these days. And it's her hope that by taking photos of all the headstones, it's going to help the good people of Norfolk find out about their family histories. Uh, Some stats for you. 220,000 gravestone pictures taken so far. In over 700 cemeteries, uh, she believes that she is about 70% done. Fair to say, she's on a mission. So the question tonight is, are you? Might not compare to Lou, but I want to hear about it. For example, people like Tracy. This is what I want to hear. I've not long finished the virtual Land's End to John O'Groats Challenge of 874 miles. I'm now on the virtual Southwestern Coastal Path, 630 miles. I'm about 280 miles in. I've no idea where in Cornwall I am, as I'm too bored with it to log it and see it perfect what is the challenge that you have set yourself christine uh, tell us about the mission that you're on what is it right yeah well, i'm attempting hopefully to do five world records with my school um on the 19th of july so wow that's, that's what i'm trying that's what i'm trying to do so uh, christine okay why the 19th of july and, and what are the five world records you're going to try in one day what's going on so it's the 19th of July because that's our last week of the school term. Sounds we fair. We thought it'd be great for the kids to have a lovely positive end to the year by doing it. It's been a tough um, year for them, so I love that as an idea. That's awesome. I, I thought it was just a really great legacy for the children for this year. So the five world records that we're going to do um, are the biggest um, voting awareness lesson, the biggest gardening lesson, Biggest disco dance lesson, (laughs) 
most amount of people doing jazz hands and <laughs> most amount of people decorating a gingerbread man. Oh, I love all of them, but I, the, the gingerbread man is, you add me a gingerbread man. How many, what, do, what, do you know what the existing record for that one is? Um, it's about 350 people that uh, have got that one. What, um, and, so and they've all got to decorate the one gingerbread man? No, I did check that one. So it's individual gingerbread men. So it's most people decorating them at the same time as opposed to one giant gingerbread man. So is that going to be the whole school? It's going to be the whole school. And we've also invited the Lord Mayor to join in with that one as well. Oh, they're going to turn up for that, surely? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're taking part. They've... <laughs> Along. <laughs> Decorate with a chain on that particular gingerbread man, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Christine, that is brilliant. And uh, if you need help eating them afterwards, do shout. <laughs> I'm sure we can share those. <laughs> uh, Sean from Glasgow texts, I am on a mission uh, to make an Airfix model look as realistic as possible. It's going really well if you stand a few metres away from it. Um, my husband has just completed Chase the Sun. I've never heard of this. Uh, it is a 205-mile cycle ride uh, from the Isle of Sheppey to Burnham-on-Sea in Somerset. Uh, and you've got to do it in the time it takes for the sun to rise in the east and set in the west. Uh, text says he's made it with 36 minutes to spare. Very good. Uh, he is, he's now virtually cycling the Iron Curtain, which is 9,950 kilometres. He's done 1,400 so far. Go, Davy Ferris. Uh, Mark, tell us, what is your mission? At the minute, um, I'm currently trying to run all of the six World Marathon majors. Right. I am I'm visually impaired as well, so I'm trying to become one of the first blind or partially sighted people to run all of the six races in the world. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so uh, tell us, for for those who don't know, which are, the, which are the ones that are considered the six majors? Yeah, well, I've already completed London, Berlin, New York and Chicago. And then what else I'm going to do is I've got Boston left to do and I've got Tokyo left to do. So um, I'm looking to do that. Mark, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, even if... Do you know what? Even if you hadn't got the challenges in life that you have, it would be amazing to have achieved those marathons. But, yeah. uh, Mark, that's, I, I'm, I'm blown away. That's amazing. Yeah, well, like I said, there's only... Uh, I think there's about 6,000 people in the whole world that's done these six races. And in the UK, there's about 600 people that's completed it. And considering how many people run marathons and whatnot, I think it is quite a... You know, it's quite a, a mean feat, you know, to, to sort of uh, to do all the six races. So, it really yeah. is. Wow, Mark, how can people how can people like donate? Are you doing this for charity? Yeah, I run for a charity called the RNIB, which is the Royal National Institute of Blind People. Yeah, um, I've got a Just Giving link if anybody wants. Go to, on, uh, tell us. Yeah. yeah, it's um, justgiving.com forward slash Mark and Katie W M N. So uh, Katie is my guide runner. She's actually based over in Chicago and mm. she uh, she runs all the races with me as well. Um, so, yeah, all the money goes to the Royal National Institute of the Blind People. It's a charity that, that helped me out massively when, when they lost my sight. Uh, and I'm just doing it just to, to give a bit back to them. Mark, this is, oh, we're well behind you on this and we'll uh, we'll get that out on our socials um, so people got a link that they can go to and all that as well. Good luck, fella, and keep us in touch with how you get on. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's home time. It's Richie. I'm on my own today. Bush is back tomorrow. He's just got the day off. 
So because he's been off today, it's been a little bit different today for me planning the show. Normally, all sorts of little messages, phone calls, emails, sent between Bush and I as we put the show together. Been on my own today, so I've been uh, chucking a few things back and forth uh, with our producer, uh, Dem. I sent him a voice note today on WhatsApp, and uh, it was a long one. About a minute and a half long. Pretty standard for me. I fire off long voice notes. He sends one back saying, yeah, I got the idea, mate. You were waffling a little bit. And then goes, but having said that, I always listen to your voice notes on 1.5 times speed. I was just looking at his message thinking, I'm so insulted. I'm a broadcaster. Dare you say I waffle? Dare you say I play things back at 1.5 speed? Do you do that to people on WhatsApp with their voice notes? It's rude. But then it made me think there's a quiz in this. So that is what today's midweek games night is all about. I have taken an interview that Bush and I have done over the last three years and I've put it through the WhatsApp 1.5 speed up treatment. So have a listen to this clip from this interview. We've given it the sped-up treatment. If you can work out who the celebrity is, there is a prize to be won. A home-time mug, a home-time tea towel, a home-time face mask, a home-time badge, and, of course, the signed photo of myself and Bush. So have a listen. You've got to work out who this is. I hate it when older women don't get up and give me a seat. <laughs> it's like, I'm a big strapping lad. My, my frame yeah. is heavy on my body. And sometimes they just sit there and I have to, I, I mean, I've literally sometimes had to help them up. I was actually in LA last week sitting on a bench in the middle of the shopping centre eating an egg sandwich. <laughs> I hope people are forgiving. <laughs> right, let's get some guesses. Who's this? It's Karen Green. Karen, where are you? I'm in Virginia Water in Surrey. Very nice. How rude is my producer for saying I waffle on voice notes, eh? No. Oh, that's dreadful, dreadful. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> who was the celebrity who was sped up? Is it Martin Comstein? Uh, it wasn't, I'm afraid, but thank you for saying oh. nice things. Oh, thank you very much. Absolute Radio, who's this? Uh, Helen McGowan. Hello, Helen. Uh, you sound Scottish. I am. <laughs> I wonder whether it's helped you in guessing who this is. Who do you think it is? We think it's Lewis Capaldi. Lewis Capaldi is the wrong answer, I'm afraid. It's wrong. Oh, well. <laughs> no Thank worries. So Thanks for trying. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Home time. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Um, I think it's Jason Manford. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Paula. Paula, it's not Jason Manford, I'm afraid. It's really not. OK. Right. No worries. Thanks okay. for trying. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Home time. Hello. Who's this? This is Carlo Capalonga. Carlo, who is the sped-up celebrity? I believe it's Gerard Butler. <laughs> Fourth time lucky. Well done, Carlo. It was. Oh, well done. Thank you. Hey, uh, I, th- I, th- I thought I thought that would be easier, but um, it's you were the first person to get it, Carlo. Well done. Uh, thank you. Uh, I remember the, the interview. I think it was uh, the back end of 2019 when you guys were doing the morning show that he came on. Uh, maybe we were looking after things for breakfast uh, for, for Dave. I'm not. I'm not sure. I I wouldn't be able to put a date on it because I was just swooning at Gerard. I'm afraid. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's a man crush. Uh, Carlo, home time mug, tea towel, face mask, badge, and if you want the signed photo of Bush and myself. Oh, wonderful! Thank you very much. That was great. <laughs> well done, Carlo. Uh, and look, by the way, if you're doubting us, here it is. I hate it when older women 
don't get up and give me their seat. <laughs> it's like I'm a big strapping lad. My my frame yeah. is heavy on my body, and sometimes they just sit there, and I have to. I mean, I've literally sometimes had to help them up. I was actually in LA last week, sitting on a bench in the middle of this shopping center, eating an egg sandwich. Going, uh, you're one of those people. I hope people are forgiving. <laughs> It's time to talk to one of, well, why do I say one of? Probably the most excitable English fan I know, and that is Chris Kamara. Cammy, how are you? Oh, I'm ecstatic. I cannot believe what I witnessed last night. And I know everyone will go on about the first half, stuff like that, but that's all erased from the memory because the way we finished that game, winning 2-0, the whole country today, that feel-good factor, it's incredible. It's amazing. Well, to coin a phrase, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, um, I think there was a famous football manager who, who once said, um, do you want to enjoy the game or do you want to win the game? Well, do you know what? We won it and I actually enjoyed it. Well, the thing is, we have not conceded goal. Um, Gareth Southgate has got to be commended because if he loses that game last night, everyone, every single English fan would have been calling for his head. Yeah. They would have wanted him out. Absolutely. Look at this. Three centre-backs, two holding midfielders. What are you doing? <laughs> Thomas Muller scores that goal and we can't recover. He's out of a job. He didn't score that goal. We put Grealish on the pitch, who comes on and makes an immediate impact. And it's great. And it's uh, set up so brilliantly for the rest of the tournament. So, speaking about that, and I don't know whether you... Once again, I, I'm not sure you're going to be the man to, uh, to, to, to cool us all down on this one. Who should England still be fearing? Um, well... <laughs> Obviously, the next game, you know, we mm. can't take anything for granted. You know, on paper, if we were playing the Ukraine at Wembley, we would win 99 times out of 100. We are playing them in Rome. So that gives them, in my opinion, a better chance because it's on neutral territory rather than at Wembley where we've played all the other games hmm. uh, and that's been to our advantage um, so that gives me in my opinion them a, more of a chance but I still think we'll blow them away <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah. there he is <laughs> it always comes back to the passion I love it oh no not at all but we're flying now it's honestly I've never been so excited since 1966 no I mean 1996 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we could emulate what all those fellas did in 66 I know it was the World Cup this is the Euros, but they would stand alongside most of those players. Knighthoods for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you've got an ear at the Palace. Cammy, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for coming oh, on, fella. Great. I'm not getting carried away, but we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs>